Once upon a time, there were six strangers. Strangers who, despite the best efforts of the coronavirus, got together for a virtual game of D&D. That game turned into another game, which turned into yet another game, which turned into a campaign. By then, the strangers, who had started to become friends, said, Hey, since we're playing and need the notes anyways, why don't we record it and release it as a podcast? This is the story of the players and the characters in that campaign. This is the story of gold and glory, blood tide rising. Okay, welcome to our D&D podcast. It's hard to believe, but it's actually been a whole year since we began the podcast, and to us that's just crazy, but clearly time flies when you're having fun. So whether you're new or you've been with us since the beginning, here's our spiel. We're not voice actors. We're not even actors. We're just a bunch of regular folk who wanted to play D&D during the coronavirus pandemic. Also, this ain't your run-of-the-mill D&D game. It's an Acquisitions Incorporated game, which means it's going to get weird, corporate, and have a bunch of acting in-jokes. Lastly, it's a homebrew game, which means if you're looking for adventures on the Sword Coast or in Tal'Dorei or in Wildmount, you're not going to find them here. But if you're looking for something a little familiar and more than a little different, onwards to Golden Glory. Now, before we begin, here's a quick character intro, just to help you know who's who. Hi, I'm Selena, a human divination wizard, and I'm the loremonger. Hi, I'm Theo. I'm a human twilight cleric, and I'm also the documenter. I play Kipnis, female drow half-elf. She's a ranger and the obviator. Hey, I play Edith, a dwarf barbarian, and I'm the decisionist. Hi, I'm Siona, a half-elf bard, and I'm the secretarian. I am Turin, a dragonborn paladin, and I am an independent contractor representing the kingdom of Lemuria. All right, Shadow Council, may our labors please you. We bring to you today our 14th official episode of Season 2, a tale of intrigue, adventures, and corporate machinations, golden glory, blood tide rising. I think I'm a little bit out of practice. Anyways. What was that? Yeah, I was like, whoa, what the heck? Like, I mean, I don't I don't even know how to talk anymore. To my actual right, Selena, here is your chance to shine at the start of the franchise's first official stealth mission. What intelligence and secrets will you uncover? At what point in the mission will everything go wrong? Um, and uh, turning this uh, sleepy little... Um, you know, uh, you know, fortress I- I- into like a, a dungeon crawling with enemies. Tagline, please. Oh, um, today we go into the keep <laughs> to find. <laughs> this to is find remedial di- divination. Evil, yeah, to find the evil that lurks within. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel like. Should I? No, I'm not giving you inspiration for that. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. <laughs> the jewel. Oh, a little sensitive, are we? <laughs> the jewel of gypsies, the diamond of divination, Selena Roma. To my virtual left, Theo. Now, last session, and I know it was a long time ago, you had to participate in a quasi-disciplinary session with the Seaghost newly appointed first mate, the feisty Modron Sphere 2. 
Now, if I'm understanding correctly, Sphere 2 is a little bit too effective in instilling order and discipline, whipping the crew of the Sea Ghost into a finely oiled maritime machine. Am I the Dungeon Master to understand that feelings are more important than effectiveness? Um, that's a question for Siona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm asking like you, Theo Banks. <laughs> what is your personal opinion of this? Uh, I like efficiency. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Uh, so what tagline could possibly capture the essence of this? Uh, well, Serene te- Serene's teachings tell us that safe travel starts with a well-packed bag. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, the theologian in Twilight, the master of the moon, ma- ma- moon mace, Theo Banks. Kidness, are you ready for the first official Golden Glory stealth mission? Kidness? <laughs> Theo pulls out his absenteeism form. Kidness? Okay. Nowhere in sight. That's how stealthy she is. We can't see her even in the game. Oh my gosh. I guess the mission is off to a fantastic start. I mean, who better to be absent on a stealth mission than the sneaky drow ranger who is now multi-classed as a rogue? I mean, what could go wrong? The stalker in shadow. Well, Kenneth had a very important role in this. Uh, in this. Yeah. And she's not here. I know. So oh my gosh. What is, and whatever is going to happen? Uh, the stalker in shadow, the glamour and gloom, Kitness Drow. Edith. Now, let it not be said that I, the most generous dungeon master, did not warn you. Generally, rage is loud filled with grunts, yelling, and screaming bloodlust, with powerful anger echoing deep into the caverns uh, in, in order to instill fear and terror into your enemies. Perfect, I think, for a stealth mission, don't you say? I guess I don't watch today. <laughs> <laughs> Great tagline. <laughs> the Barber's Beauty, <laughs> the Raging Rampage read <laughs> Siona. In your role. Yes, sir. Oh, I like that. Oh, that see the oh titles? Yes, that is a good way to butter up the DM. Excellent, excellent. Inspiration. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. It, yes, yes. I I I am I'm all good for like, you know, corruption. Yeah, no, no, that's fantastic. In your role as secretarian, you are often the recipient of messages from head office and more than the occasional bit of fan mail but last session which was oh so long ago you received a very special communication from your allegedly best friend timely trudart member of drawn enterprises and the maker of the seco all-in-one collector's edition which i will remind you you sacrifice to a demonic entity and that's a fact (laughs) can you siona star glimmer remind me what timely your best friend asked you to do in that message? I think he said to back off. Yeah, he said stop. Just stop. What the heck is he talking about? Tagline. Uh, dragon's blood, please. <laughs> <laughs> the most loyal of friends. Siren of Song, the mistress of music. Siona Star Glimmer. Turin. Always last. 
but never least. Do you know what I, the long-suffering Dungeon Master, love about stealth missions? I wear heavy armor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it, you are the paladins, especially paladins in like heavy clanking plate mail. There's nothing sweeter to my ears in a stealth mission than, than the sound... Then the sound of absolutely right, exactly the sound of heavy plate grinding against metal, against stone in dark subterranean dungeons filled with nervous, twitchy guards. Oh wait a second, actually that's wrong. What's even sweeter than that is heavy plate in dungeons filled with bloodthirsty Sahagin who are actively gearing up for war. Tagline: This of fury. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, that's the most enthusiastic tagline ever had from Turin ever. <laughs> Inspiration! <laughs> you guys don't have to do anything really good in the game. You just have to butter up the GM. <laughs> Let's be clear. This is how D&D is played. Anyways, when last we saw our heroes. Now, I will have to say, for the benefit of the Shadow Council, that we have been gone for a very long time. And I don't even remember how to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see how well it works today. <laughs> now, uh, you know, rather than do the usual and kind of summarize everything that kind of happened and everything like that, um, let's do a little recap because, the, you know, the latter half of, of last episode was all about planning for the stealth mission, this invasion of the, uh, you know, the once uh, Lemurian outpost uh, of Thule. And, uh, you know, it is, it is a heavily fortified kind of island, uh, that seems to be partially submerged underneath the water. There is a drow, uh, reaver slaver ship in the harbor. There are, uh, you know, sharks encircling the whole thing. And, and there's a heavily fortified, uh, you know, sort of, uh, fortress area. Um, that seems to be patrolled or, or manned and guarded by, by Sahagin kind of everywhere. And, uh, you guys, uh, kind of were staking the place out and trying to figure out what's going on. So do you want to remind me, uh, and, and our uh, illustrious audience, uh, what the plan is? <laughs> if you even remember the plan. Um, this was going to go on a boat and paint holes in the bottom to make it Drown to make it sink. <laughs> to make the boat drown. <laughs> help! Help! I'm drowning. <laughs> um, and we were going to sneak in somehow and under the water. I like, think that the river there, the sharks were going in there, and they were taking a long time to come back out. So I think we were going to go explore under the river and go in that way, if there's an entrance. I. I'm going to award inspiration to Selena for remembering things. <laughs> Very good. No, that's exactly right. So in the harbor where the um where where the uh the the the, the, drow, the, ship. the, the drow ship that the slaver ship is docked, you know, there is a, a bit of an inlet kind of thing. And you know, you guys had the wisdom to kind of survey a little bit. In fact, you know, after casting an augury, Theo, uh, where it was sort of suggested to you by your god 
goddess that you know maybe if you did things at night and you observed like the local denizens you would get some more insight as to what's going on so you observed a couple things you observed coming out of the drow ship uh there were uh you know a bunch of slaves that were being taken by the drow out of the ship and going into the fortress itself the other thing is that you saw that the sharks seem to be actually doing an intelligent pattern of movement and it was sort of counterclockwise around the island and it's not like random at all they're like actively patrolling but Selena's exactly right in that there is the area nearby the ship where uh, you saw the sharks kind of you know enter and then they took a lot longer than you would have thought to kind of come back out again at least like you couldn't really you know figure that out so you surmise that maybe there is some sort of underwater entrance in around that area so roughly speaking and getting back to the plan uh you know you guys had sort of decided i think at first uh theo you were thinking of going in with kidness uh you know doing a stealth somehow even though you're you know in plate mail um you know onto the drow ship and then basically using your uh, marvelous pigments to paint this hole inside the ship um after I, some I believe I, the plan was i was going to give the marvel pigment correct no no it, 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 exactly not no going myself. It, initially not that picking them off of my inventory it, is currently oh okay okay that it, uh, which is cool and and i was going to say inventory bit here uh-huh because um, before we go i, I kind of want to i've been thinking about this in in our real time for like a month but I would imagine, like, in the travel time here, uh, Theo and Turin probably would have had a chance to talk about the shield of the Shell King. Okay. Hey, Turin? Yeah. Uh, so th this shield is huge. It's monstrous. It's a big shield. And when you don't move, you get, like, full cover. And the person next to you gets, like, partial cover. Okay. The thing, the thing that I do though is I generally like I fly and I cast an aura around and and and, and, I, and I give people healing essentially. I'm not next to other people, so while I would benefit from a great bonus to HD, uh, I'm wondering if maybe it'd be better on someone like you who would have someone like Edith right beside you. Uh, can Edith use the shield herself? That sounds. Armor, so no. Well, you can use a shield if you go to one-handed, but you use a two-handed maul. Oh, two that's right. Well, so does Turin. He uses the two-handed sword, too. Oh, oh I thought he used the one-handed. He did, originally. But he, uh, he inherited the sword from uh, Edith, the older sword. She had the two-handed sword. And then that was, of course, changed by... Oh, the Athenar blade, which is... Yeah. I didn't realize it was two-handed. Yeah, it's two-handed. That's why his AC right. is lower by two points. <laughs> Three points, actually. All right. Well, then, I guess. You'll keep it. I um, guess Theo it. gets the turtle shell. <laughs> All right. Cool. Hey, thanks I, for the turtle Decision. Hey, I thought it was a neat little item to begin with. You could give it, it is to, neat. You could give it to Siona. Siona could hide underneath the turtle shell in the middle of combat. Yeah. <laughs> Did Siona have Warcaster? Um. Jeez, it's been so long since we played. What game are we playing right. again? You need the free Dungeons so and Dragons. <laughs> I, I took I took something. No, I took actor, didn't I? Wow, yeah, you, it's guys, a huge you guys, heavy shield. you guys are so prepared it's for this. Probably the size of Siona, right? 
It should be dragging along. That's right. Uh, it, it's going to look great. Like, you know, she puts it over and it covers all of her instruments. And she's like, you know, walking around. And, you know, she's like hunched over with the encumbrance of the thing. Are, are you are you strong? Like, what's what's your strength skill? Oh, God, no. Siona's... Yeah, yeah. It's perfect for Siona. You Minus just like, one. Yeah. You, you just like look like a mud gras. It's, it's, per- it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? <laughs> I know that Ian is going to hit a lot, and I just thought, like, plus two. I, I will say, though, that Siona could carry it off quite well. She did take actor, and she could put on quite a performance, like, as if it belonged with her. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, it's whatever you guys want to do, man. Okay, so anyway, so yeah, the plan is, is that you guys were going to go on ahead, um, hopefully looking to find the, this underwater entrance or whatever, do some scouting out over there, see what it is you can find, uh, use maybe, there was some discussion about using the, uh, the, the, uh, the amulet of incorporation to, you know, stay in mental contact with Kitness, mm-hmm. but I believe Edith, you also mentioned you should only really do it in emergencies mm-hmm. because other things could be monitoring. So yeah. you don't want to just be openly using it. Uh, so I think that's Ooh. where, I think that's where we left off. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So uh, just DM, uh, if Kidness is going off and doing this, uh, can we still say that's happening in the background? Oh, I have plans for Kidness. Don't you worry. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I am gonna gonna say one more thing uh so you know you know you guys are kind of discussing and planning and, and things like that and i'm assuming you've all taken long rest and updated refresh your spells and, and all all things like that so you're basically ready to go and then you know and i rolled my portents you rolled your portents which is fantastic and then um, Theo, at some point uh, during this whole kind of discussion or whatever, and, and even as you kind of, uh, um, you know, uh, go, go on the ship or whatever, um, you do get a note uh, through your documentsy satchel. And it is a highly ornate in the best kind of gold filigreed uh, letterhead from Omen Drawn, the CEO of uh, Acquisitions Incorporated. And he says... Uh, understood about your timeline predicament I have done what I can to influence the legal gods and you have a three week hiatus good luck I, I, I would send back a, a heartfelt thank you uh, to Omen and, uh, and, and tell him I'm filled with appreciation and gratitude do you send him any emojis uh, can I send like a little mini icon of uh, Timora's like holy symbol? <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's great. That's gonna that's gonna, it's gonna score lots of points with like, Omen. Like, you know, thank you, Omen drawn, Omen drawn, and I want to have like the little uh, thing there. But at the end, when I sign my name, I'm gonna have largely stamped uh, the Serene's uh, cupped hand over the moon. Excellent. Over the moon. I wish that was an official emoji. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> Okay, so uh, tell me what you do from here on in. So now, 
I was, we didn't actually discuss you guys landing and how you get to the island. Uh, everything can was we really, see the uh, of, of the course, we, we can. So let me just kind of go to that and then you guys can take a look again. Of course. Because we were going to go on that side of the, where they're on the side of the island where near the keep where there was no guards and stuff. Yep. Okay, so I'm just rotating so you guys can get a little bit of a look. And I think what Selena was saying is that over here, okay, so obviously here is where the drow ship is. And then, you know, you've got this standing stone. And in fact, um, these, and I had mentioned that these uh, Sahagin, you know, they have been participating in some sort of ritual or whatever, but they actually... Uh, went inside after it kind of went dark, so they're no longer there. There are still guards over um, by the entrance to the fortress. The pattern of the sharks kind of doing the patrol seems to remain the same. And you are correct uh, in that, you know, there is, you know, a lone kind of patrol that's kind of moving, you know, back and forth you know, around the island at the side. And, you know, at certain points, you know, it is going to be able to, you know, continue to, to migrate. So there are kind of these patches in the timing where, you know, you could definitely go in. So there's this like sandy, almost estuary beach kind of area where you could land. It looks like the water's a little bit more shallow. It could accommodate different things. Now, now, obviously, you guys have many uh, skills at your disposal, including water walking. So you now that's another way in. So we'll be doing water breathing. Okay. So you cast water breathing. Is it me? Uh, before we, before we go on. Walk on everyone. Okay. Yeah. Go before ahead. Before we go on, can, can I just take a moment to, to compliment you, Alpha, on just how exquisitely beautiful this terrible trap that you set for us is? Are, are you tra- I mean, are you trying to butter me up for inspiration? Didn't I already just? I, 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 I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it is it is an exquisite work of art. It is it is utterly tempting and completely horrifying to be going in here. And I, I just think that your artistic skills are reaching a whole new level. Oh, I thank you. Now, since I already it's, it's it's an excellent map, and I just think it's a shame that our uh, listeners cannot see it. Oh. No worries. Well, I, I thank you. And if I hadn't already granted you inspiration, you'd probably get another one <laughs> for, for such blatant flattery. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, what's next? Well, who has water walking? Water walk. Visually cast on everyone. You're good for an hour. Yeah. And then after that 10 minutes is done, before we head off, we're going to cast Pass Without Trace using my dust mantle. Mm. And how long does dust uh, Pass Without Trace last? Also an hour. Okay, that's perfect. And uh, maybe even longer. Just correct me if I'm wrong. And you know, you, you look look this up uh, as well. My understanding is that you have to be within a certain distance of the caster of that spell in order to benefit from it. And specifically, yeah, where I'm going 30. with this, yeah, thirty feet, right? It's for so kidness will benefit kidness. from it up to the point that you guys separate. Yes. Okay. So then that's fine. Um, All right. So let's go on ahead. And I will say using water walking, you kind of arrive on this. And you're just water walking off of the ship, right? Yeah. Okay. So that um, way we don't have to hide a ship. How close are you bringing the actual sea ghost to the side of the island? Or are you going to use something like a skiff to kind of, you know... Row well, no, out we're gonna a walk, so that it has to be like 
closer than an hour's walk of okay and and that's kind of what i'm getting at like so like 50 feet 100 feet well the ship is also protected it is cloaked it is absolutely cloaked we can walk we can walk 60 feet per six seconds yeah. Okay. So you know what? Uh, let's say it's like a hundred to two hundred feet. You know, roughly that way you're yeah. not you know risking any like rocks or anything like nearby, uh, which kind of makes sense. And I don't even think you know what. Let's do one stealth roll for the sea ghost. Anybody can make it um, and apply that plus ten to it because of the. Uh, the sanctum. The, 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 the Mordenkainen Sanctum. So just roll that. Just let me know how you do. Who wants to roll it? Anybody? It's fine. You can roll that. I will roll it. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to portent that? Uh, yeah. It's I got an 18. It's, <laughs> a 3 becomes an 18. And without incident, the seagull sails... Wonderfully into the mist-lined areas near uh, the the island, and nothing is suspected. <laughs> oh, that was sweet. <laughs> okay, drawing out, drawing out the portents. That's good. That's good. Okay, so you guys kind of make it on, and what I'm going to say here, um, I don't think I'm going to bring the the figures on board because I, I think we're really just you know saying we're going to get past. You guys have the intelligence to kind of wait for the you know the the sentries to move by, and essentially with your stealth, you manage to get to the edge of where the water uh, meets the ship. Now, of course, there are different areas uh, in right. So if you want to proceed this way and move past these guards, you can certainly do. That. I think we'd want to go the other way, wouldn't we? Uh, you, you, you could, but but I think what what you guys were talking about is going slipping underneath the water. Okay, yeah. And I'm going to just assume that you have some conscious control over water walking. So if you wanted to go yeah. under, that you can. It, okay. It's probably no. I can't go underneath the water. Yeah. yeah. Now I have to walk <laughs> on the water until it goes away. You can also once you don't need it, you can, can also end it. it. Right. Yeah. Like, you can end it. Okay. So and it, let me ask you that question. It's funny how you want to rule it, but I like you know the conscious decision. I don't know, man. Part of me is like, hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll go with that for now. I, I may change my mind in a later episode, but for the time being, let's say you have some conscious control over it. Okay. So you see Kitness, and, and, and then the next second, you don't see Kitness. The only thing you see is just the edge of her dark shadowed cloak meld into the shadows in this area. And you see her slip onto the edge of this, uh, this imposing pirate raider. And then she disappears over the gunwales and she is gone. That's probably the last she's going to use of my Passable Trace. And that's the last you'll see of Kitness. She's moving off to Grenada. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys She do? better be careful with that paint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were going to slip under the water and see if we could find an entrance that's under the water. Okay. So you slip underneath the water. Um, and Theo, don't you have an ungodly perception ability or something? Or is it investigation? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I, can, I would definitely be actively looking around at all times. Okay. But if you want to know what my passive perception is... What is your passive, is, please? 
My passive perception is 17. Mm. My passive investigation is 20. Okay. And so passive insight is 20. Right. Okay. Oh, right. It, it was the insight that was really, really high. But, but yeah, I mean, don't remind me anymore. Pa- pass, passive perception for sure is, uh, is, uh, is, is pretty high. Okay. So now, now definitely underneath the water, there are not significant light sources here, right? Um, and so it is actually quite dark. Who are the individuals? Oh, sorry. Other question. Theo and, uh, Turin, what are you doing about your plate mail? Are you leaving it on and therefore being at disadvantage on stealth? Or yeah, you are. are Absolutely. (laughs) You guys are gutsy. Okay. All right. So you're staying it on clanky clank. Okay. And you know what? Like taking some like straw and stuff. (laughs) Stuff it. Right, you know, That's what you do. Nice Turin. Turin's not stuffing it. <laughs> He's loud and proud. <laughs> wow. This could be the quickest stealth mission ever. Okay. Well, very interesting. Okay. So um, who has dark vision? I believe Edith and Siona are the only ones who can see... Like, I, I mean, Kitness can, obviously, but Kitness is not here, right? So only you guys can kind of see in the dark. Would you agree? <clears throat> I can't see in the dark. I definitely can't see in the dark. E- Edith, like, you, you do I'm a... It's a blind, okay. cloud. Blind. You know what? Everyone who can't see in the dark, including Theo, can now see 300 feet. Okay, so you're casting your divine intervention. I forget what it's called again, but... Um, it's just the eyes... Eyes of night, or something. Eyes of night. Okay, it's and then not, it's you. Not a, it's not a. Extra feature, I guess. Okay, it's an extra feature. Okay, so what, one of your clerical abilities, and you now extend that to the entire team. Okay, so then, you know, with that, uh, it's it's actually amazing with, you know, just things kind of switching to that almost, you know, phosphorescent view, the underwater scene transforms to one of murky darkness to one of subtle and, and quite incredible beauty you can see coral formations and uh almost like a forest of of seaweeds and fronds that that kind of wave back and forth schools of fish that are are swimming everywhere um you know you see the occasional crabs you know scuttling uh, against the 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 floor um and this is um it is sort of a mix of fresh water and salt water because it is at the you know sort of the 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 edge of of a river as well as the see. Um, but then instantly uh, you kind of see that there is a, a, an area which does seem to gleam with a little bit of internal light and it seems to suggest some form of entranceway or large submerged cavern. Okay, well we'll go towards that then. Okay. And uh, you kind of move into this area and let me switch the board. Okay. All right. And so moving, uh, oh, and then remind me, who are the people who actually have a swim speed? Theo. Okay. Edith. And Edith, because of the cloak and the ring, correct? Everyone else can't actually swim normally. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, that's well, great. Theo's man's armor, and Edith, I think, it was a helm, and I think he made it a ring. Oh, you have a cloak and a secret? 
Yeah, someone else has the ring now. Someone else has it. Who is that? Is that Turin? That I do not know. Turin has a ring of swimming? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, this is basically the area that you're kind of coming up on. And as you get kind of closer to the edge, you can definitely see that. You can see that this area of, you know, faint luminescence here seems to suggest the beginning of some, you know, entranceway that, that leads further into the island or into the rock. But clearly swimming around in slow, lazy patterns are these uh, sharks and, you know, maybe t- uh, hunter sharks or something like that. Um, and they're just like slowly making their way around. So tell me where you guys want to kind of, and we can, you know, maybe just for simplicity, we could use like a single miniature to kind of represent, or we could put everybody there. It doesn't really matter. It's up to you guys. Where do you want to go? And what's, uh, what's your I, order? I have a question about what I'm looking at the map here then. Sure. That middle side, is that like a set of layers, shelving? Like, would it have like cover and, and places like, ooh, Places to like hide under or in or whatnot? Most definitely. So that's an astute uh, observation. So all this area within the center that sort of forms these kind of shadows and positions of light, it, it is sort of outcropping similar to a large coral reef. This seems to be some sort of log or maybe a sail mass that long since has kind of collapsed into that area. And it has all kind of crustaceans and different types of, uh, uh, you know, seaweed and, and, and moss kind of growing out of it but absolutely there are areas in here where you know shadow uh, can be found or at least areas where you know out of the direct uh, uh, you know line of sight you can find but I will remind you that sharks their primary mechanism for sensation um, although I do believe they can see it is their it is their scent right? And so they're highly sensitive to things like blood or whatever, and presumably movement. So, you know, I'm not going to say that hiding in an area may necessarily help, but it, it, it's it's going to depend. Now, of course, you are magically cloaked using, um, you know, all, all this, uh, the, uh, sorry, what's the name of that spell? Um, Pass without a trace. Pass without a trace, right. So that, that enshrouds you well, in, you Do you, you know, want us to roll for stealth? Uh, well, first, before you roll for stealth, what I want you to do is just tell me what your order is and how you want to approach this area. Well, I'm hoping somebody will help Selena swim. Okay. I, I uh, <laughs> thought here. Okay. Just a thought. Uh, and my thought was, uh, if I could do like a, with, uh, I have a 30 foot range on third shirt, third shirt, Thermaturgy? Thaumaturgy, yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, and uh, I was thinking that I could make a little tremor 30 feet on one side, and, and, and that might actually attract them a little more. Okay. Right, you know, but it would seem more natural, right? I'm trying to make a tremor like as if it's coming out of the ground. Sure. But it, it might kind of distract them as, as that might create some ripple, ripples or waves. Uh, and then uh, uh, pass without trace, uh, we'd all kind of go skirt around like not get close to that area but in fact kind of move more away from it and towards like the reef i think that's that that's great um any particular side left or right well i would want to put the tremor near one of the you know kind of as the shark is approaching i want to kind of get it there to kind of I assume they're making circles, right? Yeah, correct. And so we want to go in in the gap and so what i'm hoping is is, is to distract the oncoming shark with a tremor 
you create a wider gap there that we can sneak through. Okay, I think that that's great. So what I'm going to say is that, you know, this shark, you know, you kind of cast off the, 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 the tremor. It's definitely attracted to it and it starts moving in that direction. And in fact, you know, because you're able to see with your dark vision, you actually see that there is some curiosity in the other shark over here. The other ones are still kind of circling and it doesn't really impact. And so that gives you a moment here definitely where they're going to kind of, you know, whatever the, the source of that. So what I'm going to suggest is that you would then, you know, take advantage of this opening over here where there's a maximum amount of space between them to kind of move. Does that make sense? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Perfect. So unless anyone... <clears throat> someone who doesn't know how to swim and uh, assuming that turn or youth will pick up the other and we'll... Okay, so so what that does mean is because you're basically um, you uh, actually let's do this. Um, let's say you need to make an athletics check to be able to move at a normal speed. Otherwise, you're going to be encumbered essentially, uh, and and you would be moving at half speed. Okay, so uh, just maybe let me know who is carrying whom. I'll carry Selena. Okay. I guess I can have Siona then. Okay. I'm going to spend my inspiration to take her. Nice. Okay. So Siona goes with Edith. Yep. Okay. And then Selena goes with, oh, I've got the wrong Theo here. All right. Selena. Now Turin, sorry, Turin, you can swim? I don't see the ring of swimming. I see a ring of free action. Yeah. I don't think you have, yeah, that... Um, what you had before is that your sword, uh, when it was linked to that sort of underwater kind of, uh, you know, yeah. uh, creature, you had a lot of swim based powers, but now you have wings. So, um, you know, from, from my perspective, I would say that Turin also cannot swim at a, a normal speed. So someone else is going to have to yeah. take him. Carry Turin and former. That's, it could be fun. Okay. So okay, who's, well, who, who, are you strong enough to carry the two white ladies and maybe Theo can carry Turin? I can try. Okay, so let's do it that way. Okay, so what I want you to do is Theo and Edith, I want you to make uh, athletics checks, please, in order to pull them. But Edith, your check is at disadvantage because you're pulling two. Uh, are you spending an inspiration? I might as well. I don't want this to fail. It's <laughs> <laughs> so one die. So pick which one that you want to roll. Okay. Don't fail me. Oh, you failed me. Oh, no. <laughs> that's a 17. Oh, 17. Yeah, that's no, th th that's fine. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? She's like, uh, a plus 10 modifier. Oh, sorry, plus 7 modifier, right? Okay, so, so you, you managed to kind of pull them along. And it's, it's actually pretty impressive how this, you know, stout little dwarven woman has got, you know, the two of you and you're kind of hanging on, like, you know, whatever. And she's just swimming powerfully. <laughs> and you're just like, woo! along for the ride all right so uh but I know 50 feet per turn. wow that is fast oh my gosh that's really really fast you okay normally normally and then nice right and and right. and correct me edith the reason that you have a swim seat speed is because you have the cloak of the sea guard correct Okay, and so you notice that inside the water, it actually kind of almost 
expands and floats out sort of like a manta ray like you know how the, mm-hmm. the rays have that big kind of like yeah. wing shape mm-hmm. and so it actually is doing the the subtle flapping motion and she's just propelling you guys through the water it's really really cool okay so theo you go on ahead make your roll please uh, yeah so apparently we're getting left behind uh turn but oh. I think we're okay because uh, I have a total of a 25. Oh, no problem. Okay, yeah, you're not quite as fast as them, but I mean, you're following along. Okay, now I want you guys to make all of you stealth checks, please. Remember, you can right. you can add your plus 10. Yeah, don't get too far ahead of us here. Okay, okay. I'll make sure that I'm like, that still a good, maybe like 30 feet. Yeah, within 30 feet of them, of course. 16. <laughs> Man, I'm rolling oh, bad. Oh, come on. Okay, so I am so glad that I took proficiency in stealth <laughs> over my level up here. With the plus 10, Theo uh, and disadvantage, Theo has a 20. Okay, so Theo, you're a 20. Selena, you're a what? 16. 16. Okay. Edith, you what? Have plus 10 to it? Yes, you have plus 10 to your stealth roll, correct. Oh, we got plus 10? Yeah. Oh, well, then I get 19. Okay. Yay. Siona? 33. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you hiding in that, like, turtle shell? Or, uh, turn? <laughs> a turn is 30. Wow. 30? Wow. That's I am- rolled a 22, and I'm rolling at a disadvantage, too. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, Okay, so I will say you guys kind of managed to kind of approach. Now, this shark here, it turns and it kind of senses something and it switches its pattern. And these ones kind of, you know, continue over here and it's, you know, continuing. But this shark directly in front of you has definitely altered its pattern. What do you guys do? Well, I think we're headed for a place to hide. Okay, yeah. And, and you know, it might have been, Selena, like you were just having difficulty kind of holding it on and you had to kick your legs a little yeah. bit. So it might have made a little bit of noise and, and it's come in. Okay, so uh, you guys want to move towards this uh, outcropping over here? Yes. Okay, so you move yeah. over there. And then, so then the shark basically kind of comes by and it is going to roll. Off the wall. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so, so in another direction, or where do you want to do it? Near. Just, to, I'm, I'm trying to make it seem like maybe the ground is shaking and the ground is less stable. Okay. So, yeah, all right. Uh, so what that does, it, it basically goes and investigates and it kind of, you know, is looking for that source of the tremor. It doesn't seem to find anything. And then it slowly resumes kind of going back. Now, um, you notice that the one that you had diverted before, it seems to have kind of, you know, done its investigation and it's moving off now and it's starting to move in a pattern, right? Okay, so then they continue to move, continue to move. And, you know, there's a little bit of a window here that you guys can kind of move as you go forward. What do you want to do? Continue to move forward. Can sneak around this coral-like structure. Okay. Maybe even through it a bit if, if that's more apt. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, there's maybe an area underneath. Maybe, you know, like. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I think that that's reasonable. Okay. Oh, boy. Natural 20. Natural 20, but that's... Okay. Uh, I need everyone to roll their stealth again, please. Can't get much All right. Stealth. 
with disadvantage, 21. 21. Okay. 27. 27. 17 oh. for Turin. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 26. Oh, 26. 26 for Edith. 26 for Edith. And Siona. Siona, what's your new stealth? Oh, sorry. Mute. 21. 21. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Again, maybe it's the natural aggressivity of the shark. It kind of, you know, hears or smells or, or something. And turn your kind of, you know, knee brushes against the, the side of the coral and makes a little bit of a scraping noise. And it kind of swings back in, in, in your direction. But it kind of sniffs really close to where you guys are and you kind of like just freeze and like you stay amongst the the kelp and the coral and everything like that and you're just too well hidden but it did sense something and it's kind of just staying in this area waiting for things to pass but it didn't actually come and direct you. And you notice actually, it makes some sort of vocalization and you notice then that the other sharks actually begin moving closer to this position. And this one like literally changes direction and they're starting to move and converge upon this point. Almost like there's a form of communication happening within the the sharks themselves saying that there's something here. What do you do? Siona grabs, Siona grabs Edith more tightly. Protect me! You could start singing. <laughs> All right. So you've got some options, right? You could move. You could dash. You could try to make, or you could just try to hide and, and pray for the best. Like, or you could attack the creatures. Like, there's a whole bunch of options here. It depends on what you want to do. I mean, I could probably get away, but that's Theo and Turin. Right? Like, maybe we're looking for some sort of distraction. Can anyone provide that? I don't think another tremor is going to do the trick here. Sharks are... Turin to be the distraction? Sharks are gliding, gliding closer. I don't know. Does Selena know prestidigitation? There might be something there we could do. Yeah, I know prestidigitation. Or minor illusion? There might be something there we could do. Yeah, I have minor illusion. I could put a school of yeah. fish, an, an image of the school of fish. Very nice. Okay, so you uh, do do the school of fish thing, and and like you know this silvery mass of of, of kind of uh, you know capelin kind of go by, and you know it makes a a, a big kind of splash. And in fact, um, you know the sharks being what they are, carnivores, um, they kind of go after the, the the school, and you can see that they're actually moving off the, this way. Um, and it's it's interesting. You notice, like you know the the. <laughs> If it were just a predator out for lunch, you would think that they would go after it. But it's a little bit more like, oh, we've got jobs to do. We can't just go and chase the fish, but at least we know what happened. And with that, you manage to kind of use the illusion to kind of fool them. And they resume this pattern. And that creates an opening for you to move into this area here. So you made it past. Okay. Okay, and then let's kind of continue. So the next scene. Okay, so, um, so the, 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 the underwater kind of entrance, it actually kind of, um, you know, crest 
upwards and emerges into like actual air. And so essentially there's like an upward incline that kind of leads into this area, which seems to be almost a, a subterranean river. Okay. And so, you know, from the depths of where you can kind of see, you can see two, um, humanoid merforms and you recognize these as being the Sahagin and they're sort of, you know, uh, looking like they're doing just kind of, uh, you know, active uh, patrol duty. Um, it's hard to see a, a lot further. So I'm going to deliberately kind of stay out here so you can't necessarily see, but you think, uh, looking through, even with your dark vision, which you can see quite far, there are other uh, Sahagin forms that you can see further into the cavern. And so this appears to be some sort of long large sub, uh, sub, submarine uh, uh, river, uh, which is uh, kind of uh, surrounded on both sides by coral and rock and stone and that sort of thing. So again, uh, you know, you can stay submerged within the water, uh, stay completely submerged under the water. You could come up to the top for air. You have a bunch of different options. And what I will say is that the Sahagin are entirely aquatic. So they are, are doing kind of both, right? So in that kind of patrolling action, you can see some of them kind of, you know, going to the top of, of, of the water, um, actually emerging above the surface and then kind of diving back down again. All right. So, so far, I mean, you are stealth, you are well hidden, but uh, clearly moving into this area is a well, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a narrower um, enclosure and it's definitely guarded by, by uh, you know, two individuals here. What do you want to do? Someone have a darkness spell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, they may not see us, but they'll be see darkness. Yeah, and it, it, it might it might depend. What's that? Do they look like tough guys? Well, I I, I mean in as much as they are kind of like hulking um, you know, shark men creatures. Like, I mean, you know, if you were to put one side by side against just a human peasant or, you know, a human merchant, I mean, they're scary looking and they, um, you can see that they bear some form of like a, 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 a sharpened, uh, serrated blade edge. Um, but you, you remember fighting some of these creatures on board the, 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 the sea ghost. And I mean, although they are dangerous, it's sort of on the same scale as the lizard men are dangerous. Like they're large, physically imposing. They are creatures that have a natural sense of aggression. But, you know, these may just be normal guards. Okay. So I guess Theo's looking at them and is trying to figure out, um, Mechanically, if they have 45-ish hit points, maybe 30-ish hit points, <laughs> but uh, roleplay-wise, how easy would it be to make one of them fall asleep? Um, where, where 45 is like, I can do it, but it's... If, if you only... 30's like tough, 20's like, not it's pretty easy. Okay, tell you like what. Um, I think to assess this, would have to be something either arcane or medicine or nature. I think all those three would kind of help you assess the physicality of something. Give me a check on that. Medicine or nature? Yep. Sure. Let's do a medicine check. Okay. 
right. Uh, that's a 17. Okay. Um, and sorry, what are the points oh, that you're talking about here? Like, what, what's the number? Okay, so like 45 is, I can do it, but it's super, super risky. That's the edge of my limit. 30, so then becomes like, it's tough, but doable, right? 20 is fairly easy, and anything under 20 is super easy. Okay, so um, I would say if you're going to do only one creature, no problem whatsoever. Um, yeah, it's 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 in around the uh, the 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 twenty hit point range. All right, so I'm like, guys, like I can probably I can probably one to sleep. It might get blown, probably not. So if we're ready to like slit a single throat, that's like can everybody be at the ready? Slit the throat. I mean, well, you know, we're, we're not here to make friends, right? Like, oh no. I mean, <laughs> I, I just find that. Oh, sure. Okay. If you want to, I guess you want to slit their throat. What? Okay. Well, you can stab them in the heart. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I'll do I, that. I'm trying, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do this with as little damage as possible. But yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So. um... I, I will say you definitely have the surprise, so go on ahead. And uh, I, I'm not going to have you roll initiative at this point. Uh, so I, I'll just say, you know, like you guys attack in whatever order that makes sense to you. And then Theo, are you, uh, which one are you casting the sleep on? Um, well, I'm going to try to get them both. Oh, okay. Okay. You're actually going for both. Okay. So do you want right. to cast the sleep spell and see what happens or is this all kind of simultaneous? Um, I, I think what we're looking for is, uh, I'm expecting everyone to be ready to strike at the one who doesn't fall asleep. Got it. Okay. So it's kind of like a held action. Like you cast the spell first and then if one of them doesn't fall asleep, then you guys attack, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So go I ahead. That plan. Is that a good plan? Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. All right. So the okay. Theo, go ahead and cast your sleep spell. All right, I'm borrowing one of your D8s here. All right, uh, six and six is 12, and eight is 20, 24, 25. Oh, okay. So, so, so sorry. I, I, now, I, I need to retcon, okay, because I was doing single creature. Uh, as as the uh, as the value. Yeah. Right? So okay. here's how it works: is that I roll. Yeah. And they start at the, the creature with the lowest hit points. Yeah. Right? And so say that creature is 21 hit points. Yeah. Right? You take 21 from the 25, and that's four. So that's probably not enough to make the other one fall asleep. Okay. And and, and that that's what I wanted. Like, I, I, I didn't want you to cast the spell under the understanding that it was like 20 for two. Right? Like, you know, they're not that yeah. weak. Okay. So what happens here? I it's I was going to try for two. And if I got great rolls, okay. it was possible for both of them. Okay. So what I'm going to say is, is the one over to the right that's nearest to you, this one dozes off completely, but it does not seem to affect the other one. So then you guys can kind of surge in and then you can, you would have one round to kind of do surprise attacks. All right. So go ahead. Great. Tell me what you're doing. I guess we go whack him. All right. Are you raging? 
Whack'em, sack'em. Okay, whack'em, sack'em. Okay, so you guys kind of plunge in. Now, of course, again, you guys are... Well, you know, you could probably swim there, uh, even even at half movement. I think you could all get to this one. That shouldn't be a problem. So I'm just going to say that those ones go there. I'm not sure what Selena's doing or Siona. Um, and Kitness is not with you at the moment. Okay. Okay, so uh, let's say Edith and uh, Turing, go ahead and uh, make your rolls. Cool. Uh, yeah. That's a 27. Definitely hits. Damage. That's 12 points damage. Okay. Poof. Its head kind of snaps backwards. Go ahead. And then I whack him again. Okay. Oof. That's a natural one. <laughs> okay, that misses. <laughs> Turin, your go. Unless his AC is 10. It is not. I apologize. No. Uh, does 16 hit? 16 does hit, yes. Okay. He does 12 points of slashing damage. Okay. Um, you carve into it, and its form goes limp and starts sinking beneath the waves. Now, it is, its body's definitely, you know, spewing blood into the water, and it kind of is, uh, you know, it, but, but you've, you've, you've taken it out. It's, it's dead. All right. Okay. So you guys have managed to kind of put the one asleep. What's the duration of the spell, Theo? Um, well, we need to take it out right now. Okay. <laughs> So he's asleep for like a minute. Okay, so what I'm going to assume then is that you also kill the other one. Agree? Okay. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Now, okay, so then you guys are basically, you know, over in the water over here, and you managed to have eliminated these guards. Now, taking a look a little bit further, with this point, you know, you can see that. Um, you know, there are some sort of, uh, uh, rougher areas within the water that's kind of coursing past. You think that you can see there's some sort of, looks like a brick or, or a manufactured structure over here, almost looks like a stone arc. And, uh, there are other creatures as well. Um, two other Sahagan, and there's another one over here. In fact, the one that is further back seems to be a little bit larger. And, and, this area, like, is there a place for us to get on the land here, or are we really water? So the, the the water is really the area which is primarily accessible, right? It's almost like like you're in a tunnel where the tunnel's half filled with water. So you can't really get, unless you had something like, you know, climbing gear or spider climb or something like that. There There is no real area to access the land. Only the water is, is, the, is the way through. That's fair. Okay. Now you do notice that the water does, um, and I'll say that, uh, Selena and Theo, you noticed this with your perceptive skills. The water does seem to be, um, flowing into two distinct areas. One is to what I will call the Northeast. So this area here flowing beyond, but there does seem to be a little bit of a turnoff where that stone bridge is. There seems to be a little bit of a side passage where water is also collecting and kind of eddying around. What do you do? Yeah, do you want to flip a coin who gets the big eye? <laughs> well, mm, are we just going to leave a trail of bodies behind us, I guess? It's one, <laughs> it's, it's one option, and I will remind you, like, sharks are very sensitive to blood. Yeah, eventually we'll track them, too. And it's already too late for that since there's blood flowing now. Um, 
See, like, I don't know. Theo's not the, the sneak guy. Does Siona have any ideas? Does anyone have Fireball? No. Selena does not have Fireball. I call Lightning. But we want to stay out of the water if we use that. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be really bad. <clears throat> and I, I will suggest that Call Lightning is going to be loud. And very painful. Oh, wait a second. I have Polymorph. Mm. You know what we could do? We could turn uh, we could turn turn into like you know like a giant squid or something, and uh, he could like you know just like grab them all with his tentacles. And eat them. Siona does not volunteer to do that. <laughs> all right, now um, while you're kind of deliberating and thinking, you hear um, this one yell out something in this kind of guttural language. Sakah. Holstock! Of course. That's what that coin is. It's most certainly not Elvish. It's some, you know, corrupted, dark form. You, I mean, unless you understand Sharkmen, Sahagan type of thing, you would not understand it at all. You would need comprehend but, languages or something. Like, Siona could cast Polymorph and um, Polymorph uh, herself or someone else into a giant squid, right? You absolutely yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you certainly can. You can do okay. deal if you want. Sure. She'll, uh, she'll, Theo is now a giant squid. <laughs> I, and and, and, and uh, what swim speed does a giant squid move? 60? 70? 80? 100 feet? Uh, you're going to have to look it up. I, I, I don't know, but Theo, <laughs> you are now the giant squid. <laughs> <laughs> As I, as I look up giant squid stat block here, uh, I am definitely running up to... That's not permanent, is it? No. Oh, it's probably more. Can you make it like a silvery thing, kind of like the color that's like all his other objects in? I, I can't change the miniature on screen, but you know, in, in the narrative, if you want to kind of make it a different color, absolutely. Yeah, this is this is what I have as a minute. You want to be a silvery... Ghosty thing, squiddy thing. It is a silvery squiddy thing. Okay, so uh, so, so a giant rocktopus. <laughs> yeah, go go go. Giant, yeah, go go fish. with the giant octopus as the stats that that can be used as the squid. It probably eleven meters per second. Well, what's that in D and D terms? Uh, I can swim sixty feet per round. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, all right. So yeah, yeah you. you <laughs> You are now poly. Now, do you want to drag them with you, or like what? What's the deal here? Tell me what you're doing. Well, I want them to think that a giant squid has kind of come in, and so that. Oh, I got it. Okay, and maybe got my it. friends can get at it from a flanking side or something. Okay, all right. So, do you want to move in, or are you just going to stay there? Just to, you know, just describe to me do, what you, you want to do. Do you want to I give want us to a hidden area, and I want to like? Can I pick up one of the dead bodies and? Chuck it at him. <laughs> sure. Maybe not. No, I just want to kind of move into the eddy and I just want to wiggle, wave the dead body around like I'm okay. trying to eat it. That's awesome. Okay, so here, and it's, and then, right. it, and then my friend, when they come in, when they come in on the one side, then my party members can kind of come in on the other. And, and Okay, that's cool. All right, so um, kind of seeing this, uh, this one, it actually kind of, uh, uh, 
uh, you know, it, it starts, you know, yelling and it's like waving, you know, some sort of instrument, not an instrument, but, but some sort of tool uh, or, or weapon in its hand. And it, it's like, and, and then you can see that these other ones, they're actually starting to react as well. And so they are actually coming forward as if they are, are wanting to kind of investigate. And, uh, this one is also moving forward. This one seems to, um, actually, uh, stay back a little bit and it's kind of, you know, waiting. Anyways, you, you, you're waving it there and they are now approaching upon the position. How close do you want to let them before you do something? Hoping they come a little closer, but if that guy is still staying far back, how far can I fling the body I'm holding? Uh, you would just have to make a normal strength check, and we, we can adjudicate it. Gary, giant octopus is awesome strength. Here. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead and throw. All right, because uh, if so, if he's not coming, I'm going to throw the dead body at the far one. Oh, at the far one. Okay, that's great. So um, that sounds like the beginning of a combat encounter, and since... Um, I, I'm going to say that like, before I do that, I wait till the other guys are a little closer. Right? You, okay. So, so th- they don't seem to be getting too much closer. This one gets a little bit closer over here, but basically they stop and you can see that they are now, they've taken out some sort of weapon and it's, it looks kind of like a cross between like a blowfish and a crossbow. And they're actually taking it now and they're getting ready to fire it at the giant squid. And then this, this other one back here is now starting to, you know, bark some orders. And in fact, it backs up into where, where this kind of gates are. And it seems to be making these command noises at these other creatures. So let's roll for initiative, please. Hey. Oh, come on! Give <laughs> me ones! Okay. You just saved my good die! Alright, uh, oh wait, I guess, do I use the, the squid initiative? Uh, you would use your initiative, that's fine. Or, or... Oh, okay. Uh, is... is the physical stats is what you would use. So, uh, yeah, if your dexterity as a squid is higher, you can use the, the bonuses for that. Yay! Initiative 11! Nice. <laughs> okay. Better than mine. Yeah, I know. Okay, just give me two seconds while I transcribe the other one. It says the target's game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. Yep. It retains its alignment and personality. But you have the, the squid's hit points now. Exactly. Well, I don't think the squid is that tough, actually. Um, no, the squid is that buff, actually. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So let, let's go uh, initiative, please. Uh, anybody 20 and up? No? Uh, 15 to 20. Turn is 15. Turn is 15. Okay. Uh, 10 to 14. 11 for the squid. Okay. <laughs> 11 for Theo. Okay. Uh, 5 to Hello? 9. And I'm going to roll for... So, sorry, go ahead. Siona has 9. Siona has 9. Okay. Uh, Edith? 5. 5. Wow. Uh, Edith. And then... Selena again. Um, I'm rolling for Selena. Ooh, she got 18 plus something, so she's going to be the highest. I'm going to give her... She probably has a high dex, so I'll say 20 is Selena. Okay. Um, so Selena is going to hold her action until you um, throw the thing and until the others attack. And then 
Anyone want to take uh, control of Selena during the combat? I don't have access to her thing right now, because and, and it would be easier if someone else can play her in the, in the interim. Sure. Okay. I got it. All right. So, um, Selene, yeah. So you guys can can actually go ahead of Theo if you want, unless you guys want to specifically wait for the uh, the the object to be thrown. Theo, your armor class is eleven. Yeah, I know. I got a lot of hit points and not a lot of armor class. So who's up first in the initiative? Uh, should we just Selena is up first. Selena, then Turin. Turin is, I guess, second. Yep. Uh, I think Selena is going to uh, hold an Eldritch Blast on. I think Selena would go for the near people. The near the one? Guy. And you're holding it the for. for... Is the big. She's okay. going to hold action, and when combat actually starts, she's going to fire a couple of Eldritch Blasts. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, Turin, your go. What do you do? Okay, Turin's going to go for the one on the left. Okay, you're going to move. How far is turn from it? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, th- uh, 30, 35, 40, 45. So quite far. And, yep. He, I'm sorry. He's going to move toward and to uh, engage him. Okay. And eventually. What's what's your movement speed? Uh, let me check. Probably, it's probably not 40 feet for sure. It's probably 30. 30, yeah, 30 okay. feet. Wow, so, which means now, and, and, and because you're in the water um, and, and you don't have a swim speed, this is difficult terrain for you, so you can only move 15. So you're surging through the water, 5, 10, 15, that's as far as you get. Now, that definitely draws their attention, and they actually, um, you know, see that, and they bark, and uh, they are not liking that. And in fact, they, um, this one here... Um, it actually kind of backs away here behind the partial cover of this uh, this outcropping here. And this one does the same. And they take shots at you, Turin. Okay. So. Oh, nice of you. Yep. Okay. So then. Um, first one clangs off of your armor. The second one is a 22. Does that hit? Oh, yeah. Okay, so 22 hits, and then damage is four points. But I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. He gets uh, 22. 22, okay. So you manage, okay. Uh, So you don't take, uh, okay, you're going to take two points of uh, poison damage. Okay. Uh, that is their go, and well, it's multi-attacks. Oh, okay. And in fact, they they fire them a and you can hear these kind of noises as like the 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 uh, the blowfish shape almost kind of compresses, and then these spines kind of fire off. Okay, so then they again are attacking. Twenty-five is going to hit, and then twenty-three. Man, I'm getting lucky. Okay, so both of those two hits, and you take nine points of damage plus another nine point of damage, and I need you to make another two constitution saving throws, please. Eight, I think it was 18 was the first one, then uh, 16 on the second Okay, one. so you managed to save, so you'll only take half of the damage on both, so seven, 
plus six, so another 13 of poison damage, okay? So some pretty sizable hits from these creatures, uh, so, you know, not necessarily uh, not tough. Okay, now, Theo, I would say that combat has most definitely begun, so at the same time, if Selena wants to let loose uh, an Eldritch Blast, she can go ahead and do so. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, I do what she'd be doing. Uh, so she's gonna, who's the big guy? The big guy is the one back here. Furthest back. Because right. I was thinking she'd hit the biggest guy. That's what I said, right? So yeah, that's I fine. The big guy was next to you guys. Okay. He's one of the nearby. Um, okay, two beams coming at you. Okay. Uh, one's a crit. Oh, nice. The other is 15 plus 9, so 24. Okay, both hit. Both hit, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, can I roll your d10? So the crit. Is uh, 15 points. Yay! Very nice. Good okay. Uh, yeah, maybe I should have because the other is three. <laughs> <laughs> so, total of 16? Yeah. Okay. Force damage. All right. So, I mean, it, you know, the light kind of penetrates yeah. into it and pushes it back a little bit, but it kind of withstands its ground. Okay. Uh, that is it. Um, now. With this, the, the, the leader seems to bark something, and then you hear this kind of creaking noise, and then you see a massive giant shark emerge from underneath the waves and start to swim out in this direction. And they're quite fast, so it can move 60 feet, so 5, 10, 25, and it doesn't care about the octopus so much. It's going to go for Turin, I think. There. And then these massive jaws kind of, you know, try to clamp down. And, you know, just like jaws kind of leaping out of the water, you can see like the huge maw kind of, uh, you know, just, just jumping up. He's popular today. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Um, and it will attack with its bite attack. Oh my gosh, 26. Okay, so um, 26. And it will roll its damage. 14 points of damage of uh, piercing as the, the uh, you know, the shark uh, threatens to kind of overwhelm you. And it even jumps above the waves. Okay, so that is the shark. Uh, Theo, you can go as well. You're basically tied for initiative. Yay, okay, so... Well, and in fact, I, I, you know what? I, I will retcon that one a little bit backwards. Uh, what is the dexterity? What's your dexterity as a, uh, as an octopus? Uh, 13. <laughs> okay. That's higher than the giant shark. So if you want to go first, you can. So I, because the, the shark definitely would have created like, like, would have uh, swam a little front. Uh huh. Right. And then sent off, like in the center there, would have sent off an inky cloud, making that whole watery area from the shark there um, uh, heavily obscured. Very nice. Allowing them to immediately use a dash as a bonus action. Uh huh. And get right into the center there, right? And I think, um, so a dash, by the way, is 60 feet from this guy. Okay, yeah. So you can go really far. You can go like right up to here, I would say. Yeah, right. Um, and on the way, I think uh, I would have dropped the the, the, the dead body. Uh huh. Right. Uh, how big is the shark? The shark is much bigger than you. I, I mean, it is. I mean, visually, it is this size, right? So the the, the thing extends almost 40, 50 feet. Giant octopus. 
And it's a giant shark. Yeah. You going to fight the shark? Um, well, as long as it's my size or smaller, yes. It is larger than you. Okay. Then I'm going to grab one of these fish people on the side here. Okay. And I'm going to try to hit him with one of my tentacles. Perfect. Uh, 18 plus 5 is... That hits. Hit. No problem. All right. So uh, there's a couple of things, a couple, a couple issues that's going to come up for him. Can I borrow one of these D6s? Of course. Of course. I have so many. So that's two ones. I'm not borrowing this D6. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is five points of bludgeoning damage, and uh, and this guy is now restrained. Oh, excellent. Okay. I got like coils up around them, and I squeezed them. For totally. No, that's excellent. Which yeah. means that other things that try to hit it because it's restrained, it would be at an advantage. So that's actually good for yeah. others. Okay. All right. So you managed to and grapple any that one. Tries to make is a disadvantage. Exactly. You can try to break the grapple. If you try to do that, we'll get there. But. Right. Okay. That's cool. Uh, uh, okay. So next is Siona. I am start to a little. I'm going to. Hmm. I'm going to uh, I'm going to move forward so that I'm within a 60 foot range, just as far as enough, far as I need to to get within uh, 60 feet. Okay, so you, the max you can move, unless you dash, is uh, 15 feet. Because remember, you're in water. Five, yeah, that's fine. ten, fifteen. Okay, and this is in the cover here. Do you want to within 60 feet? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. 40, 50. Yep, yeah, this is 60 over here. Okay. Um, and the water is inky black. It's like gross. <laughs> uh, five, 10, 15, 20. Um, you know what? Uh, no, no, I won't do that. I'm going to, I'm just going to cast um, Vicious uh, Mockery <laughs> on the... Uh, Sahagin on the left there. On the left-hand side? And, oh, okay. Yeah, on the left-hand side. And I'm, you know, just say something like, uh, are you sleeping on the job? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so that's a that's a saving throw, yeah? That is a saving throw. Wisdom, correct? Yes, wisdom 15. Okay, wisdom 15. Uh, seven, it fails. Awesome. So it actually takes... Seven points of damage, and it has um, disadvantage. disadvantage on its next attack roll. It makes before the end of its next turn. Okay, it seemed like it, it, it could be your imagination, but you think it's like glaring at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, now this other one, the champion, kind of um, he basically splashes into the water and the speed and the grace and the power of this thing is ridiculous. Um, and it is going to, it like dives underneath the shark. It flows over here. And then with this kind of, uh, you know, trident thing, it just tries to spear uh, the uh, Theo slash polymorphed uh, giant squid. Oh, that's Theo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I was like, what's that weird thing? 
<laughs> now, you'll notice this, I think all of you, like ever since blood has been released into the water and Turin is basically kind of bleeding, there's almost this weird kind of foam at their mouths. And like all of them are starting like, you know, they're, they're just like imbued with this. Yeah, like, like the blood lust has just kicked in. Okay. Yeah. So um, here we go. The champion and... 20 to hit Theo? Yeah, 20 will hit Theo. Uh, we'll hit John. Okay, and then damage to you is nine points. Um, sure. This also is coated in that venom, so I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Is he within 10 feet of uh, Turin? Most definitely not. You're quite way ways back. Remember, he's he's the octopus way up here. Wait a minute. So, so this takes place before Turing gets attacked by the shark. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, we yeah. Let's we. we I didn't even do the shark. Yeah, he decided to retroact that, and then the shark decided not to. So, so uh, yeah. You know what? I'm just gonna not even retro. We're just gonna go back. We're assume that the shark flowed back, attacked you, Turin, and it's over there. This is what's happening now. Okay, apologies. Thanks yeah, for that correcting me. Would have been a disadvantage, right? Oh yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Okay, so I'll roll that one again, and it misses. Okay, so oh wait a second. The shark also has advantage because of the bloodlust, which means the normal roll would have worked, which means you do get hit. All right. Sorry. I'm confused. I thought the shark was... wasn't actually hurt first. Oh no, turn was hurt. Turn turn has taken damage from 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 the uh, from the spines. Yeah, I forgot that. We're all good. Sorry, Siona, you had some questions, or you were confused about something. Uh, uh, No, I thought the shark was grappled. I'm just trying to make sense. No, what's grappled is this spine, uh, this blood tied Sahagin over here. The shark, the shark is not grappled. Okay, so Theo, did you make that saving throw? Made a saving throw of uh, 15. Okay, so then that uh, works. And then you take four points of poison damage. Um, and again, really swift, swiftly, like, you know, first a jab, another swing. It also uh, continues to use this, uh, this shard blade, and it attacks you with that. 11, uh, does that hit? I don't think so. <laughs> Eleven hits. Oh goodness! Yeah. Oh, because he's the squid. Yeah. Okay, and then giant octopus. Yeah. Only six. Very squishy. Only six points of damage. Again, Constitution save for uh, for poison, please. Yeah, sure. Okay, and did you make it? Uh, Seventeen plus. Seventeen plus is fine, which means you'll take half damage, two points of venom damage, and then the third one. um, Again, was the actual damage from before though? Oh gosh. I don't remember. It was six. Yeah, it was six points. Six. So total eight. Okay. Okay. And then again, and again, it's attacking with a fury that is just incredible. Um, that's the wrong one. Uh, 27 hits and nine, nine points of uh, piercing damage. And then uh, constitution save for venom, please. Uh, 16. 16 makes it. Okay. So you take uh, five points of damage. Didn't you sure. already do the damage? It's an additional amount of damage, oh, half okay. of the damage from oh, poison. Okay. okay. All right. So that that's what happens with him. He's a very powerful warrior, and he's just like carving into you. And he seems to be barking out some other orders. Okay. Uh, let's move on. The champion's gone. Last in the initiative order is Edith. Now, Edith, you what can. Did, what did I do? You used an Eldritch Bolt, and you cast it at the champion. 
Okay, so Edith, you can swim full speed if you want. And I'm going to say that this one, the dead body, just sinks beneath the waves and is seen no more. Okay, so go ahead, Edith. Okay, so um, I guess I should get rid of this Mr. Shark dude so that, you know, people will die. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go Mr. Shark dude. Are you um, raging? Rage is bonus action. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And then I'm going to go whack this thing. All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, we're just going to whack it in the line. Um, that's 17. 17 hits. That's an incredible modifier. <laughs> well, they didn't take, like, the feet yeah. that almost everyone else does. I know. These, your dice are really good. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know why I'm the one for me, but well, it's for you, so. Um, so that's 10 legending and 6 necrotic. Okay. And then we whack it again. Okay. And that's a 26. Easily hits. Yeah, this thing is massive. It's not really heavily armored. It's just really big. Oh, and that's... Reroll both of those. Oh, right, because it's ones and twos. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Three points of bludgeoning damage. How much? Three points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, that sucks. Okay, sorry. <laughs> she right. didn't roll a ones and twos. She rolled a two and a one. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And it, it almost, you don't even think that it's registering, like it's happily munching on Turin. It, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even like register. Okay. Edith, uh, anything else? You got any bonus actions or something you can do? Bonus action was a rage. You're right. That's right. Okay. Then we go to the top of the turn. Selena. Okay. So we have this giant shark. Giant shark. You have two Sahagan warriors that are up uh, kind of adjacent to where the, the squid is. So and then there's the champion who is fighting a polymorphed Theo. Okay, so if I did Ice Storm, which is 20 feet, Ooh. would it get all of them? I would think so. Okay, I'm going to do an Ice Storm. Nice. It's going to get Theo, though. Theo should be okay. Okay. Maybe. Okay, so that's a Dexterity 16 save. Dexterity 16 save. Okay, so let me do the Sahagan first. Dexterity 16 fail. The second one, 16 passes. Okay, so I'm going to say what one, two... the shark and the other Yeah, uh, just wait. Okay. So one, two, three will be on the one on the left that fails. Okay, so it's the one on the left that fails. This one is, is also uh, restrained. Okay, uh, the shark... Um, 19, he passes, okay. and the Sahagan champion is a 3, he fails. Okay, so those... So I have a question, because Theo needs to make this as well, right? Yes, Theo does. Okay, now Theo is attuned to the, shell of the, the shield of the Shell King. Yes, correct. So do I gain the, the dex bonus from being attuned to it? Boy, uh, right now you're in the form of the octopus, but... It's a weird thing, right? Because uh, I, I get it. So, yeah, I'm going to say you're going to have the shield bonus to AC. I'm not asking for that. I haven't taken that. Yeah, I, I would say no. I think you're, you're, it's tied to your polymorphed form. Okay. Okay, so that's five of bludgeoning damage, I think, and then it's 4d6 of cold damage. Okay, so five bludgeoning. I did pass. Okay. Is it half on a failed save? Oh, yeah. Pass save? And then nine of cold damage. I, that was those, terrible. Those were terrible. <laughs> really? For like fourth level spells? Yeah, Cone I know. Of... Wow. Okay, wow. well, that kind of bites. 14, so seven. Okay, so um, 
Yeah, the first uh, Sahagin, the one that failed, is badly battered by this. And in fact, it's kind of, you know, shrieking away. It's bloodless, kind of temporary uh, tempered. Uh, the second one, um, it takes uh, half of that points. Okay, it also seems to be battered pretty bad. Like, you know, it's taken some hits from everyone. Uh, and then the shark, it passed. So it only takes half. Uh, minus seven. Shark's not bothered by. I described that one. It, it, it is weakened significantly from it. Are there any other effects that happen, or is it just damage? Like, is there um, like freezing or something? Let's see. Let's see. Hail of rock and rock hard ice pounds to the ground in a 20 foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d8. D6. Cold damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful success. Hailstones turn the storm's area of effect into difficult terrain until Ooh. the end of your next turn. Okay, that's cool. Alright, so we got inky blackness, we've got <laughs> hailstorms, and uh, yeah, we got all that stuff. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so, I've done all my damage. You Did you allocate the damage to yourself, Theo? 14 to 7. Okay. And you're still in uh, shark form. Uh, not shark form, squid form. Okay. So, Selena, that's your go. Um, any movement that you want to do, or are you okay um, where you're at? I should be fine where I'm right at the back there. Right? That's correct. So I should be fine. Your usual. Yeah. All right. Unless I want to go onto the land. You can't. This is actually part of a tunnel. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Turin, your go. Um, you are being munched. I'm having a munchie. Okay. Uh he is the munchie. All right. Yeah. No, not yet. So what What are you doing then? Turn. Oh, he's going to turn. Okay. What it is, I haven't played this character in a long time. I, <laughs> I was like, have you forgotten how to play the game? You roll the dice that looks like a d20. You'll know it because it has 20 sides. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's counting them. He's, he's counting the sides. <laughs> That's right, I'm counting those eights. Alright, let's roll. It is funny how you get a little rusty. <laughs> 22, does oh it Oh my god, absolutely, you cleave into this thing. 10 slashing, and now he's going to be smiting. Ooh, okay. That was a psyche roll. Another 7 points of smiting. 7 points of smite, okay. You have 2 attacks, I believe. Yep. 15 hit. Yes, it does. 13 for uh, slashing. 13 slashing, yep. And 15 more points of uh, radiant damage. Excellent. Okay. So um, it does seem to be like, I mean, that last strike, especially with the radiant smite, it gives it pause, but it's still at the same time, it's a monstrous, wild, uh, you know, raging beast. It's not kind of stopping its attack. Okay, that is Turin. So then the Sahagin move next. Um this Sahagin can't really see this because the shark's almost like blocking the way. Siona's undercover. Edith. Hmm. It backs. No, you know what? It's got bloodlust. It's totally going for it. Okay, you know what? It tries to basically start chomping at the, uh, at, at the octopus. Okay, so that one. And this other one, instead of trying to break its grasp, it's just going to fire the, the spine thrower at you. So they're both making their attacks. They are at advantage because of the blood list. So let's go here. Okay, so first attack is with um, like a bite. Uh, 23 to hit. I will hit. And five points of damage. 
Now, because it's under bloodlust, it's not using its poison weapons. It's just trying to attack you. And then it uses its claws. Uh, 14. Does that hit? 14 hits, yeah. 14 hit. And then damage is two points. Oh, look at that. Not too bad. Okay. And then the other one uh, is attacking you. Um, this one is firing its uh, spine thrower. So, oh, and it's melee attack at... You know what? Uh, I'm going to take that back. It, it is because of the bloodlust. It's trying to attack you with melee. It's just like ripping into you with claws and bite. So 19 will hit. Damage is three points of uh, okay. piercing. And then it's claws, 16. 16 hits. 16 hits. And damage is five points. Okay. okay, so that's the Sahagin, uh, and now the Shark and Theo. Theo. Did Theo take the overlap of damage? Did you take the witch damage? Does Theo take the overlap of damage? Oh, yes, you do. You take the, yeah, if you revert back, you would take any remaining damage onto your actual self. Excellent. Theo has one point of damage. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, and they're like, huh? And all of a sudden, Theo kind of reappears in the middle. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Hold up the shell cage shield. Yeah, I would think so. Okay, cool. Okay, so Theo, what do you do? Um, well, clearly, he has Okay. Um, I'm just looking for it here. Yeah, it is. How many of these can I do? Uh, yeah, no. Um, so Theo uh, prays to uh, praise to Serene for uh, supreme guidance and, and help as he calls forth uh, Yalana, Hammerskeld, Arya Starstrong, and uh, Leanne Shieldstorm uh, to, to come forth and aid me in this fight. What is the um, the radius is covered by the Spirit Guardians? Uh, Spirit Guardians is pretty big. 15 foot radius. So I thought. Okay. So if they were all attacking the... Uh, the, the, the octopus, they're all, yeah, yep. it's centered on me, so I can't, my, it's 15 feet from me. I'll okay. All right, so then, you know, the spirit guardians kind of flow out. Do they do damage when in first contact with the, the or is it at the beginning of their turn? So when you cast a spell, you designate any number of creatures I see to be unaffected, so obviously all my allies. Okay. Uh, any creature within speed is halved while in the area, but it's already difficult terrain from the uh, from the ice stuff. Yep. Um, and uh, when the creature enters or starts its turn there, got it. It must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, perfect. Okay, so that's that. Anything else, Theo? I like to bonus action taunt them. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, like. Like, what, you fell for that? Like, you think it was a real octopus making its way in here? You're so dumb. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. All right. That's great. Uh, so, and then the shark is going to go. It's going to try and mow down on Mr. Turin. Okay. So, shark, again, at advantage because of the bloodlust. And it, 26. Got it. I don't need advantage. All right. And damage <laughs> is 17 points of piercing damage, Turin. And that's it. All right. Uh, next in the order, Siona. Yeah, I'm going to cast. I'm going to cast uh, 
Tasha's hideous laughter on the shark. Okay, that should be good. <laughs> yeah. Shark laughing. <laughs> it's a wisdom save. Uh, hang on, let me see here. It's a wisdom save 15. Yeah, and a shark. What's the shark's wisdom like? Minus oh, three? No, it, it's actually not bad. It's 10. Okay. 14. So that's a fail. <laughs> Right. So all right. It, it 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 thinks this is all really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, so, so you know how like like the, the the mouth of like a puppet, it kind of you know uh, jaws up and down like yeah. really yeah. like really really fast. So it's like, got this big mouth. Like Turin's kind of stuck in it. And it's like ton 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 ton. Like. <laughs> Okay. Turin looks like a rag doll. Yeah, and Turin's like, you know, being whipped back and forth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and like its body is like moving, you know, a- above the water type of thing, just like thrashing around. Okay, yeah, it doesn't really look like it's laughing, but it's actually laughing. Okay, now. So he's basically uh, prone and incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. That's amazing. But it gets a save uh, on each of its turns and each time it takes damage. Okay, that's cool. All right. And it has advantage if the uh, saving throw is triggered by damage. Understand. Okay, that's perfect. Okay, next is um, start of the turn for the champion. He's going to take damage, and let's say Jelana Hammerskald, like the, the spirit comes up, and a big spiritual hammer just like, cleaves down on it and passes through its uh, body. How much damage is done by the spiritual guardians? Um, so make the wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw, 19. Uh, so 19 is going to take half of 14. 14 is so 7. Okay. All right. I mean, it's it was a little bit shocked by the, the weird ghost creature kind of coming out, but, you know, it's a warrior. It's just bred to fight. Okay. So then it slashes into you. Now, this one, it is intelligent enough not to, you know, just go completely atavistic, and it's using its trident, and it will swing the shard blade at you. Um, and at advantage doesn't need it. And oh, it might need it because you now have better armor class, right? So does a 19 hit? No. 19 wouldn't hit his old armor class. Okay. 19 also misses. Okay. So the first one, and you know, you're kind of hiding, but not hiding, but you have the massive kind of, uh, you know, Shell King shield in front of you, and it just glances off the top of the armor. And then it tries slashing again. 13 with advantage. 24 does hit. Uh, does fu- not hit. Does not. not move on the last oh, because you're right underneath the thing, and he's like banging on it in frustration. <laughs> okay, and then he's like the third time he's trying to attack. Now that was already your third one, wasn't it? No, okay. I only this is the second, and then with advantage twenty three. Does not hit. <laughs> See, it's a good thing you didn't give away the shield to Turin, huh? That's awesome. Okay, so boom, boom, boom. boom. I made these choices because I had the shield. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so yeah, he is unable to penetrate the shield, the 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 the, the shell king's uh, shield, and uh, he just is, is wailing away. Okay, that's that's it. And then after that, Edith, your go. Now remember, the shark is incapacitated. If you do damage it, it 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 will have advantage on the saving throw. So it depends on what you want to do. Is the dude within sixty feet of me? Uh, let's see. I, I think so. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 50. Easily. Uh, can I get, like, can I go to the big boss dude and whack him, please? Okay, sure. 
Because we're still in water, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And it's so cool watching Edith, like she dies beneath the water. The cloak kind of furls and, you know, flaps once, twice. And she just swims so quickly and kind of bursts out of the water over here. And she's going to smack the champion. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, also, as a... Uh, I can do that as a bonus action, right? The, the thunder smite. Yeah, so the thunder, you have a bonus action this round. Yeah, so I'm gonna cast Thunder Smite. Yeah. Okay. So I cast Thunder Smite, and now I'm gonna go back with. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do this recklessly. Recklessly, because why not? Why not? Okay, roll. Um, we're back a uh, what's it called? Big number. Yeah. Really big oh, number. Oh wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Is the ink difficult terrain? Oh, the ink is not difficult terrain. It's just the ice is, though. The ice is. Okay, so I'll, let me just check this, okay? So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then you can easily move that distance. So, yes. so like, she easily, like, like an icebreaker. Yes. She smashes through the <laughs> ice surface and just, like, a seal kind of launches herself up. She lands on the ice floor and then whacks the guy. Okay, go. Like, ice pellets are, like, hitting the shell shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Very cinematic. Yeah, like like this is like a close up, you know, uh, scene in the movie here. Yeah, she she's she's bringing all the dice forward here. I see. So bloodthirsty. Okay. I know that's such a <laughs> weird laugh. E- evil <laughs> laugh. Evil <laughs> laugh. <laughs> well, there's better. Better. He's done a good roll once before. Um. All right. Dad. And. and oh. Any resistances? Nope. Okay, then I'm just going to give you the total number. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's 10, six, 16 points of damage. Okay. And plus your modifiers. Sorry, there's more. There's more. There's more. Yeah. That's 16 on the dice. Yeah. Plus an extra six, which is... Uh, Necrotic? No, that's uh, normal. Oh, like okay. Uh-huh. Legendary. Yeah. Plus an extra three necrotic. Wow. Okay. You smash him so hard, like it kind of falls back into this nimbus of light. And like he's like bringing up the spear very weakly to try and protect himself from your second blow. Yay! And I go whack him again. Okay. Once again, recklessly, because why not? Natural 20! <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to do this? Yay! So, uh, you know, I pierce out of the water and I just smack him really hard with a thunderous smite. And then, uh, yeah, I almost like, it almost kind of like, I spin up while I do the thunder smite. And then when I come back around, I just kind of knock him over and he's kind of like, you know. And this like explosion of lightning intertwined with the spiritual energies and like, you know, like, uh, Jelana, you know, casting some, not Jelana, but, uh, uh, you know, like the, the mage casting like some lightning into, into its body. And it basically just kind of, uh, you know, thrashes about and sinks beneath the waves. You totally have taken it out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bye bye, Sahagan champion. Okay. And that's the beginning of the turn. Selena, you're up. Okay, uh, Selena's going to cast Conjure Elemental right next to the shark. Okay, wow. And then the shark is going to attack. Okay. So it has two two attacks, so uh, the first one is 10, so that probably misses. I'm looking for my elemental here. The 10 misses. The 10, right? will, will, yeah. uh, yes, it does miss. 14 plus 7, so that would be 21. 21 most definitely hits. Okay. It's not that so big. So that's 2d8 
plus four. Blushie. Yep, Blushie is coming. Blush, blush. Okay, so that's uh, 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage to the shark. Now yes. the shark then, do I get the saving throw immediately, Siona? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's a wisdom saving throw though, right? Two. <laughs> it finds, it really finds that, that, that the, the elemental looks funny and it's like, oh. <laughs> okay, that's fine, Selena. Turin, you're, you're, uh, you, you, you can go. Okay, Turin's going to heal himself of uh, lay hands on himself for 40 points. 40 points of healing. That's amazing. Okay. Man, Tasha's is the best spell. <laughs> He's going to try to roll out of the mouth of the <laughs> the jaws of the shark. Okay. That's it. And, okay, so, and then that's a disengage move, yeah? Okay. Uh, so where do you want to go? Just out of its mouth. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, and like you're covered in like this bloody spittle. Not down his throat. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you managed to do that. That's fine. Okay. Uh, now the two Sahagin. Uh, Theo, can you roll the damage uh, from the? Oh, actually, let me do the saving throws. Uh, one sure. fails. Uh, the other one makes it. But just do the damage on your uh, your uh, uh, spiritual guardians, please. 17. <laughs> 17 half. Uh, oh, well, it's going to depend on which one it is. The same so. DC is a Wisdom 15, right? Okay, so I did roll a 17 on the second one. So okay. the first one basically, you know, head is just gets lopped off by, you know, the, the, the shield. And then the second one, you said 17, a eh? Half 17, 18. Okay. All right. It's hanging on for dear life. Uh, and it's pretty scared seeing like Edith just explode out and kind of, you know, take on the other one, you know, this uh, surrounding nimbus of ghostly energy and obviously the cleric in the middle. Okay, so um, it is still living. It is going to try and escape. So it is going to disengage and it immediately begins swimming uh, northerly, northerly direction over here. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... I got to check there. Swimming speed. Swimming speed is 40 feet. Then another five. Well, ten. did it do a disengage? It did do a disengage. Oh, so that, that's as far yeah. as it can go to your, to your point. Okay, yeah. So it swims over here. It's, it's, it's definitely dashing and seems to be angling towards this northeasterly passage over here. Okay, that is it for the Sahagin, the shark, and Theo. So Theo, you can go first, then we can resolve the shark. Where did he go? He would have gone 40 feet. Oh, he has to go through difficult terrain. Yes. Right, so it's, he's going to back up, so he'll only be 20 feet away. So, yeah. one, two, three, four, there. Okay? So, he went 20 feet. It's difficult terrain for me, too, though, right? Fair enough. So, how close can I get to him? Oh, no, no, it's not anymore, because that was just for one turn. Okay, so I'll take that back. He's over here. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, the ice is melted. It's It's gone. Okay. How close can I get to him? Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, wait a second. You are in water, but you're walking. I'm on. Swimming. Oh, yeah, you I'm do. I'm supposed to be equal to my walking speed. Okay. So I'm 30 feet swimming. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Not quite. Yeah, but that circle follows me. That's true. It does. Okay. Um, and uh, might as well take like an action here. Although I don't, I think I think my spirit guardians are going to help with this. You said he would look like he was on by a thread. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to turn around and, uh, you know, before I move, I think I would have cast Toll on the Dead on the Shark, and then I would have moved there. All right, that's cool. Uh, Toll the Dead, I have to make a saving throw. I'm forgetting which one. Wisdom 15 save. Wisdom 15. 11, it does not make it, so full damage. Uh, So that's 11 points. Okay, 11 points. Oh, wait, he had taken damage, right? Yes. I'm going to re-roll that because the dice changed to D12, not D8. Okay. Uh, Can I roll your D12? Which one's your D12? The one with 12 sides? Uh, that's good. That's that's a good. That's 12 on that. And my 10, that's 22 points on the shark. Wow, that's amazing. For a cantrip? Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so and, and the shark, like, it's looking a bit worse for wear, but it's still thrashing about laughing, but it will get its saving throw upon its turn. Okay. No, doesn't it get it immediately if it takes damage? It, it takes damage. As soon as, it, okay, so right. So and it, the, it, it's it's at an advantage. Okay, yeah. but again, wisdom is not, oh, it makes it. Okay, it is no longer laughing, quote unquote. And in fact, it seems to be a little bit on the angry side. And so Tasha's has done a, a pretty good job, but it's uh, it's out of Tasha's grasp right now. Okay, so with that, huh. Turin, are you fully healed? No, you but, are not. Uh, he said fifty-two. Okay, if, well, because you're still bleeding, you are the tasty morsel, and it's going to go after you. I know. Dives underneath, smashes through this coral right next to Siona. Siona, you can see this massive jaw just kind of open up right next to you, and you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it chomps down on, on Turin. Okay. Oh, it passed its uh, save. It did. Yeah. It did. A twenty-one to hit. Yeah, understatement. All right, and uh, goodness, 24 points of damage. Okay, Siona, your go, as you are like eye-to-eye with a giant shark that's like (laughs) 10 times your size. Right, yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, if I try to walk away, we get an attack of opportunity. Unless you disengage. Like, if you take the disengage action, you can move away. But then you can't. Uh, But that's my action then, isn't it? That is correct. Uh, just one second. This changes things. I just have to look up something. So would that be considered a creature? Yes. Just a second. Um, I'm looking up. Um, geez. Oh, this is. Where is this coming from? I'm looking up. I'm looking up suggestion. Um, but actually, you know what? I'm going to do. I'll just do Tasha's again. Yeah, I'll cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on it again. Okay, cool. Uh, wisdom saving throw, right? Yeah, Wisdom save 15. What is this? That looks like a natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> it is. It wants <laughs> nothing to do with your bardic stuff, and it just is wants to eat Turin. So <laughs> it, it just completely ignores. <laughs> uh, as, uh, okay, tur- how bad uh, does Turin look to be wounded? Probably not that bad yet, eh? Oh, he's down to 28 hit points. Then she will cast um, Healing Word as a... Oh, no, no. She's going to give uh, Turin inspiration. Nice. Okay, Turin, you got... Uh, is it D8 now? Go, Turin, you don't taste so good. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, uh, then uh, the champion is dead, and so Edith, it's your go. I will wipe the shirt. Okay. Okay, once again, she plunges you know, beneath the water <laughs> over here and uh, whacks the shark from behind. Uh, how bad does the shark look? It's, it's hurt pretty bad, um, but, I mean, it is a very big, large, tough creature. Yeah, I just whack him. Okay. Right 
recklessly, of course. Okay. Because why not? Oof. Um, that's a 17. 17 hits? That's good you're recklessly, though. That natural one could have hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so I need these guys, these guys to get to these rolls of the two. And do a six. Okay, does he have resistances? Nope. Uh, okay, so that's. 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Plus 6 plus 3? Yeah. Plus 9? 26. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah, it's definitely looking pretty hurt right now. And, you know, between it thrashing about, like there's huge gouts of blood just being carved out of its flesh for sure. You've got another attack. Yeah, I'm not good again. Okay. Um, That's a 20. 20-something. 20-something. But not crit. 20-something. Okay. Get to all this guy. Yay! Uh, eight plus six, fourteen points of damage. Anything else? That's it. He's not dead. He is not dead, but boy, it's you know like another couple of strikes, and it, it is it is not going to survive that. Okay, so top of the turn, or any anything else that you want to do? Bonus action. That's it. That's it. Okay, top of the turn, Selena. Okay, well I'm going to use Spooky again. Okay. To start, so that's twenty plus seven. So that's eighteen plus seven. So that is twenty-five. Twenty-five. Which I believe hit two d eight plus four. Thirteen plus four, seventeen points. Yeah, the elemental basically like overwhelms it, and you can see like you know the 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 crest of the wave like goes into the eyes and into the mouth, and it drags it kicking beneath the waves and. It just doesn't come up again. And then, you know, within a couple of seconds, Bushi's back at the top. All right. So with that, that is the end of the encounter. Um, We can... Oh, and and what I will say, like this thing, the next turn, it's just going to die from from the spiritual guardians. It's it's too weak. So that one kind of goes away. And so that's the end of the encounter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So why don't we take a break, guys, and then we can kind of, uh, you know, come back and, you know, we can we and can talk Spushy's about she's good for an hour. So she's good for now. Yeah. yeah. So you can keep them around. That's great. Yeah. And scene. OK, that's a wrap. This concludes part A of our episode. We hope you're enjoying the adventures of the G-Team as much as we're enjoying making it all up as we go along. Part B will resume in our release next week. In the meantime, have a great day, stay safe, and don't forget to love each other. See you next time on Gold and Glory.